fucking look that I gave you. <laughs> oh, I guess we're fucking live. <laughs> surprise, surprise, huh? Just give me a second. But we are live. We are live. <laughs> Kev, do you, do, you want, do you want to do the intro, Kev? Sure. Or Sure. Let's just be professional, okay? Let's start over. We're so professional, okay? We're about to go live. Right. We are live. We yeah. are live. Welcome to another tantalizing episode of Knife Making Down Under podcast with Kyron Urka from Gamaka, Mert Tansu from Tansu Knives, and me, Kev, Kev Sayri. From, from Kev. We, um... Look at your hair. Look at your hair. Yeah, look at <laughs> um, a couple of a couple of weeks ago, when Corin last saw me, I had one of the mangiest looking hairdos. <laughs> a lot of people on here would have seen it too. A lot of the Queensland guys would have seen uh, my mangy hairdo. And I just decided the other day, well, about a week ago now, nah, can't do it anymore. <laughs> I've nearly made a year, um, but nah. So I'm, I'm back down to crew cuts i feel much better for it too no, i don't know if i look much better but my wife reckons i look my wife reckons i look younger hasn't got me anything but <laughs> <laughs> at least i look younger <laughs> oh dear there you go no well good it's good to be uh good to be here guys um yeah, yeah I've, it's, it's I've been a two thought... weeks it's been a two long weeks right yeah, it's, I, I came up with a new word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the new word? Fort weekly. See, fort Four monthly. Fort, fortnightly is two weeks. So I just went, well, fort weekly must be every two months, which is about what we do. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, we had a funny uh, – well, we had fun, some funny timing because the show was going to be – the show last time was going to be the Thursday night and I was up in Queensland and you were up in Queensland and that was preceding the the hammering, which we'll talk about. But that was going to be a little bit odd because I was actually in a really sort of um, bad area for internet. So I don't know if it would have worked, like for phone reception on the internet, which is what I, I go off now, I hotspot. So I'm going to just pick out a burger in me nose. Um, what have you guys been up to? Uh, just so the audience knows, we normally get together about 10 or 15 minutes before the show, and Mert and I are normally the, the ones that are running late for Corin, and yeah. it was the opposite today. Mert and I are um, in what we call the backstage, where you can only see a small picture of yourself, and then Mert and I are texting each other and Corin going, we are on tonight, aren't we? Come on, Corin. Yeah. <laughs> and we're thinking, Corin's just taking the piss out of us. And now he was actually looked at his watch and went, shit. So he I've arrived got 40 seconds. about 40 seconds before we went live. So we normally have a little bit of a chat before all that happens to work out what we've been up to, say all the stuff that we want to say off offline or off air. <laughs> we won't get a chance to do that now. Oh, let's just switch places into the middle here. Look at that. Oh, sorry. Look, we'll just do a bit of that there. Oh, a bit of shimmy, shimmy. Skills, skills I never knew I had. Anyway, yeah. So what have I been up to? Uh, today I've been out uh, out in uh, the International Convention Centre setting up uh, to... Um, oh, yes. 
Yeah, to promote the Sydney Knife Show. It's actually a very uh, a big day for me because it was the last day I had a, a last day of work I had with Timmy. So, oh yeah. Um, that was uh, that was a little bit sad. We had a little barbecue for him. He'll be in tomorrow, but that is his last day. So by all means, give him a call, give him a poke in the eye, uh, share Corey, the love. Do you, do you, do you want to tell people for who don't know what's happening with Timmy? Uh, look, he just got sick of us calling him Timmy. Um, yeah. He his name is Timothy, and uh, he prefers to be called Timothy. So uh, we we actually just um, just kept calling. You bullied him. You you bullied him. You bullied him. Yeah, you bullied him. Apparently, yeah. yeah, I'm joking. I'm fucking shitting you. Yeah, he's he, he's cool. Um, so, he, so he kept so he kept crying in a real high pitched voice. I'm Timothy. I'm a real boy. I mean, man. I'm a real he's, man. He's, no, he's, last time, last time I saw him, he had a little like a he had a little, like a cloth on top of his head, looked like a bed sheet cover, and he was saying, "Leave Timothy alone." He was in tears. <laughs> Leave Timothy alone. <laughs> so I'm showing so, I'm showing my age. I'm showing my age. Is Timothy going to make a guest appearance? That's a good question. I sent him a <laughs> sent him a message at six forty five, which is plenty of notice, and said, "Care for uh, want to do a farewell Timmy time tonight?" To which he has responded with nothing. He hasn't obviously said or <laughs> yeah. just doesn't care. But anyway, that's okay. Um, uh, he was invited, and uh, and it is a sad day. Um, Timmy joined uh, Gamma K when he was seventeen. He'd left school, a, a young, bright, fresh-faced fella um looking to make a, a name for himself and um uh, uh and his way in the world I, I don't know if any of that's true or care uh, but he came to work for gamaco and he's been you know one of those one of those good things you can have about an employee is if um if they leave the place better than they found it and um and timmy certainly has done that and i and i would say as well the opposite is true that that tim's learned a lot and um uh, so we just wish him all the best for the future, whatever wherever his road leads him. And uh, uh, absolutely, I'm sure, it'll be, yeah. I'm sure it'll be great places. He's talking about going back to uni and making knives of all things. I've lost several staff to wanting to make knives. I I don't understand the fascination, but that's okay. No, I do. Sorry, sorry. Um, uh, and full, and full it was... time. You mean making knives full time? That's what you mean, right? Yeah. You sound like making shit. So just so you so you know. I'm not saying my not being shit. I'm just saying it's a, it's frustrating, painful, and um, look at look at Kev. He's gone bald, pulling his hair out. Oh, no, um, yes. But it, but it was it was funny how things sometimes work out. And um, oh, Timmy, Timmy's joined the chat. Sorry, <laughs> Timmy. Oh, Timmy. All right, Timmy. Are you going to play it? Play it. Well, uh, if if Timmy joins. He'll jump on. Good man, Timmy. He'll jump on. Yeah, come he's on, a, Timmy. He's a, he's a good lad. Jump good on, man. Timmy. Jump on. Jump on. Settle down. Settle down. Settle down. I'm getting it's it having a little talking. while. Talk something. It's been a little while. And we, people have something we interesting Timmy. to listen to. Chuck, it's not Jimmy. It's Timmy. Oh, hang on. Are we getting a new one called Jimmy? You're an idiot. All right. There we go. Well, I um, don't know what's happening. Who's replacing Timmy? We said who's... Ah, well, I know, I know. Who's <laughs> um, actually, um, it was it was quite interesting, but it, that's okay. Let me um, let me just figure out how it's been so long since we've had a Timmy time. I don't even know if it exists <laughs> anymore. Uh, he remembers. <laughs> he loves. He's a him. good man. 
All right. I've sent you a link, Timmy, on your Timmy um, Timmy Facebook page. Okay, guys. Anyway, so, yeah, I've been up setting up for the Sydney Knife Show promotion at the Fine Food and Wine Show in Sydney. So if you're at the Fine Food and Wine Show, <clears throat> uh, come and find our stall. Uh, Mert will be there uh, Saturday and Sunday. I'll be there tomorrow and Saturday. Uh, and... Some other people will be there. Jamie, I saw he was going to be there, and uh, Rob Fraser, and anyway, there's people coming, and and we'll be talking custom knives. So do drop by. And um, I completely forgot about it. <laughs> oh well, priorities. Come up. So um, it'll be a it'll be a good just a good opportunity for us to to you know promote uh, promote custom knife making, but also promote the. Um, uh, the show sydney knife show which is the most important yeah. thing to promote so we've got volunteers people that are giving up their, their their day jobs and um their weekends to come and do that so thank you to everybody from um the knife art association who's jumping on and volunteering their time uh people often say to us oh oh how, what do i get for 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 um being a member of the knife art association the answer is quite less simple. of your own time <laughs> that's exactly right all right <laughs> Knife maker. With a lot to learn. Timmy, oh, it's Timmy. He's a handful of trouble at every Timmy, what's going on? Artisan Supplies. Knife making down under podcast. Hello, Timmy. Yeah. I was Timmy actually, he'll come on and he'll be clean shaved. He'll be looking fresh, but he looks exactly like he did in the pre. <laughs> and he's still drinking Timmy milk. Everyone, go and get your pint of Timmy milk. It's good for you. It's good, good, for you. good milk. <laughs> you get the not not sponsored, but you get the Australian stuff. Oh, you got to drink more, yeah. I'm I'm gonna miss you, Timmy. I'm gonna miss uh, I'm gonna miss the tea. Timmy makes a great cup of tea. I'm sure he drugs it, and um, I. But you know, a bit of roofie between friends. That's why it's all fun. So much. Yeah, apparently, uh, he makes a great cup of tea. He's an awesome guy around the place. Does um, looks after the customers. Actually, um, is probably more responsive to customers than I am these days. I actually, definitely more responsive to customers than I am that these days. But <laughs> not, not anymore. But, but. I most of all will miss walking out of the toilet going like this. <laughs> Which he does too. <laughs> for those for those listening only, uh Coral is just giving a little demonstration how he comes out of the toilet, flipping the both birds at couple, Timmy. Couple as he walks double. Double. <laughs> the double multiples. Sometimes I do the little subtle one, you know, but yeah. It, it, <clears throat> Man. I dare say it is absolutely um, well respected and well earned. The bird, but well deserved. Yeah, Timmy, it's uh, on on to bigger and better things. Hopefully, mate. What are you up to? I've got no clue. I'm just going to make some knives, aren't I? That'll oh, be you're going back to you're going back to knife making for a little while, have you? Oh, interesting. I actually saw I actually saw on his Instagram like him holding all of these um 
these these blade blanks. Now, Timmy, since you joined Cameco, before you joined Cameco, how many knives do you reckon you made? In total? Yeah. Uh, probably like 200 and something. Right. 200? How many, how many have you made in the last three years? Oh, like 10, if that. <laughs> It is a <coughs> it is a, a sacrifice we make at Gamaco that we actually love knife making. But um, the same with Dave and, and Ryan and others that uh, that have been with us that um, they have gone on to um, and Cole obviously uh, gone on to make knives again after working at Gamaco. But uh, I respect it. But it makes me sad, Timmy. Makes me sad. Makes me sad too, Timmy. Makes me sad too. You'll still see me around. We will. It'll be good. Not if we can. Not if we can help it. But we're just sad that you're going to Gamco. <laughs> Let's not get too silly. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Well, you know what they say: friends with benefits. <laughs> you know, you, you, Timmy. Timmy, imagine the trips that you're gonna miss. Imagine like waking up in a hotel in Melbourne, right next to your boat in the same room, farting like a two beds away from you. Imagine all the stuff that you're going to miss, not working from Gamaco anymore. You're really well, selling he, it. <laughs> but yeah. no, he'll, he, he'll probably be down there as a, um, a like a person at the show, an exhibitor, in oh, which case right. he can still wake up next to Corrin <laughs> while yeah. Corrin's farting on him and stuff. Yeah. Depends on what happens at the bar. Uh, I, I yeah. don't, yeah, I, I, I uh, mm. It's less inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, no, we won't go there. So anyway, um, but but we have had some some great memories. Um, you know, I nearly had to sack him in his first week, which I'd forgotten all about until today. Thanks, Timmy. I won't go into that. <laughs> and but but it was just all all smooth sailing from there. Uh, the customers love him. Uh, as as do we all at Gamaco. So we look forward to just hearing from you, Tim. Drop by. Um, Share the love whenever you're uh, whenever you're nearby. So, uh, and of course, Tim's brother still works for us, Ben. So, uh, we'll have a direct line through the family. Sure will. Mm. Tim, are you going to exhibit at Sydney? God, your mic sucks, Mert. You're going to get the sack if you don't fix that. Yeah, you got snap, crackle, pop going on with your microphone, mate. It, it just Jiggle sucks, the cables. Man, man we've the been cables. doing this show. We have been doing this show for like three years now, maybe whatever. And your mic is just—it's just killing me, dude. My mic is dead. Oh Jesus! Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, to answer your question, no, probably not. You gonna be there at least? I will be there. You, I will. Yeah, okay. You better be there. Yeah. Nice. Because my wife has a volleyball event on weekend. She was like, "Oh, it's." It's so close to the place. We'll stay in the same hotel. We'll stay in the same room. <laughs> there was a moment of silence. I didn't say anything. And next day she said, I think I got the feeling that you want to be with your friends. I'm like, yeah, honey, that weekend I'm going to be wasted. I'm going to be drunk. Let's just, yeah, we'll, we'll get you a different room. We'll get you a different hotel. Not that weekend. Whole different hotel. Safer, much safer. Yeah, yeah. No, Corin, um, you've got a great microphone, and it's just one from Kmart, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I should plug and, uh, everything. I was at Kmart 
asking Corin where did he get his microphone from uh, online and he didn't answer me, so I went home. And then he comes back and goes, Kmart? And I'm like, you bastard, I was there 15 minutes ago. Anyway. Bought one. Yeah, so oh. anyway. Yeah. So you're going to get back into knife making, Tim? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to sit around bludgeoning off your parents, aren't you? Uh, you know, yeah. Get back yeah. those last few years where you actually have to work and contribute. Well, at least work. Yeah. Uh. He's he's put it out there that he's had a few opportunities uh, put to him, so um, yeah, good on yeah, you. We'll just we'll wait and see how you go, Tim. And but whatever you do, uh, seriously, whatever you do, we wish you all the best for the future because um, it's been an absolute pleasure working for you, uh, with you, um, and uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Freudian, it's good. Freudian, that Freudian slip might have been about right too. <laughs> that's that's. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we're, the other thing we've been doing, of course, is getting the show truck back up to spec. Um, the, we've I've been running around getting that um, getting that all ready for Sydney. So, uh, you know, be prepared for it to look uh, just the same as it always used to, which is pretty good considering how bad it got during COVID. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, yeah, we had. Uh, we had a bit of a mould issue up in Brisbane. Uh, <laughs> what was the mould or rust issue? Yeah, I don't know what you um, said. Mould or rust, it was a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B, and then we threw in uh, a little more on column C, which was everything being wet as well. It, was um, it, it wasn't looking good. You know no, those movies have... you see? You know those movies you see um, where they're rowing the boat through the bayou and, and there's all that sort of grassy stuff hanging down from the trees and stuff like that. It when, was like when that. Corin opened up the back of the, the oh, Cameco van, um, all the beautiful baskets that Rob Morton had bought literally had four-inch mould stalactites growing down from them. Um, and it was not a pretty sight. We burnt them all. We probably sent more like mould spores through most of sort of mid Queensland coastal area, but not my problem. It, it was pretty bad. Uh, and anyway, so we had to burn most of the contents of the truck, uh, which was quite good because we had a bonfire at uh, at the hammering up in Brisbane at uh, the Waters Waterfall Road hammering, <clears throat> which is Luke Berkelman's hammering up there. Which if you haven't attended, guys, that's a it's a great thing. Cole was up there too. There's Cole. Yes. And the show truck makes a lot of money growing shiitake mushrooms, according to Carl. <laughs> it does now. <laughs> it does now. It was, you know, you know, back in the olden days, you used to have that thing where you'd bob for apples. You'd put your head into a, a water-filled container to try and get an apple out. Um, we had a little competition there, which was bob for a Queensland knife show T-shirt. Oh, because yeah. the um, the bucket of Queensland knife show T-shirts literally just filled up with water as well. Um, so being the president of the Knife Art Association, Corin being the um, financial mm -hmm. officer, treasurer, um, we had a quick meeting on site and said, do we just throw these things in the fire or do we just give them away as a bonus? And I was like, that doesn't look to be mould on them. They're just wet. So let's give them away as promotional. And it was fitting because it was all the Queensland knife sh uh, Queensland show guys there. So, um, <laughs> so it was like there was a few things going on. <laughs> Everyone, everyone got a free, if somewhat wet, and potentially uh, biohazard T-shirt, which, yep. uh, which was good. 
Oh, yeah, and still um, suffering with it. <laughs> we had those uh, seagrass baskets in the truck with all the stock in them. You might remember those. Um, uh, they exploded when they hit the ground in a big cl clouds of uh, of green spory badness. So yeah, it was a uh, yeah. it was pretty pretty bad. But anyway, uh, we've we've just uh, picked the truck up today from having its roof whirly vents and back doors sealed. So we'll be good for another bit, couple of years, <laughs> couple yeah. of years. Anyway, all good. Till we had fun. Time. Yeah, that yeah. was good. It was good fun. So, uh, Timmy, what's your highlights at Gamaco? What's your uh, fond memories, mate? You put me on the spot here, Kyrie. I, I did. I feel like I'm in a job interview again. Ah, uh, no, no, that was awesome. no. But but be assured that anyone hiring Tim is going to be watching this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they may want to put you to doing some demeaning labor and those sorts of tasks. So well, I'm you know. used to that. I'm very yeah. good at that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but no, I think the favorite part was just uh, getting out to being at the shows and getting to be part of the community and doing all the sorts of things that um, being part of Gamaco just opened up for you. Um, it's my just being known by so many people is just a crazy part of that <clears throat> and being on this and all sorts of things has been a, a real opportunity and a real treasure i think um so yeah just being part of the like being part of the community has definitely been a, a huge highlight of that That's awesome, pretty mate. fucking boring. Yeah. yeah, so are you. I, 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 I thought I you were going to say. I thought you were going to say the the first knife camp, <laughs> of which you star yeah, in the uh, Timmy Time um, intro, where where I, I drink a whole bottle of scotch, nearly eighteen, and throw up the whole next day. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that'd be a whole. We life. all remember it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Was uh, anybody, watching you, anybody watching you doing this, Tim? You know, like you're almost 18, letting you finish your whole bottle, you know? Yeah, we supervised. We were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we, have another, uh, we have another guest just joined us. Timmy, did you want to go and get on with your night or do you want to stay on while um, the yeah. bald South African prick uh, joins us? You on or off? Oh, it's, it's past bedtime for me. <laughs> Oh, oh Timmy. Oh Timmy. <laughs> Thanks for all your service, mate, at Gamico. We really appreciated it. And we're all looking forward to having you come past our table so we can tell you to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> the Since you cannot fuck up the order. Since you cannot fuck up our order anymore, we will tell you how I how we feel. We'll be like, Tim, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Good on good on you, Tim, and thank you. Thank good you very much. Timmy. Thank you very much for uh, pressing night. my my no button so many times. <laughs> 777,000 times. <laughs> Don't say that online, Corin. Delete that. Uh, yeah, that sort of thing. Anyway, never mind. I won't see you tomorrow, mate. I'll be at the Fine Food Show, but we will catch up and um, uh, in the near future. So just uh, stay in touch. Don't be a stranger. Good on you, lad. See you, mate. See you guys. Good night, Timmy. Well, it's time to go. Bum, bum. Boom, boom. Good night, Timmy.
Well, it's time to go. Boom, 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 boom. I hate to leave you, but really must say good night. Timmy. Good night. Boom, 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 boom. Yes, Andrew so, Smith. Um, the Knife Art Association would never allow a nearly 18-year-old to drink at one of our events. What what a disgrace for the... He was 18. He was 18, thank you. He was nearly 18. He was nearly 18. I thought he said nearly. No, no, no. Nearly. Great speech. Great speech. Absolutely fucking brilliant speech, Kev. Hey, listen, don't bring back your Atlanta attitude to we didn't see you we didn't see you this year we were there we were yeah, looking everywhere for you we're trying to behave <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, just want to congratulate you because of winning the best fight award at the blood show congrats my friend awesome. well done thank you. well deserved yes thank you thanks fellas appreciate it yeah it's a big blessing it's so opened up can you find the picture of that knife? Oh, I'll find it on his Insta. Uh, Henning, tell yeah. us about that. Tell us about the knife and, and what's going on. Uh, dude, it's a, I just wanted to do a subfield fighter with a little bit of my twist on it. And I sat down and I drew the thing out and I didn't, I didn't really think it was that good when I made it. Um, but obviously they liked it more than I did. And uh, it just really... It's become, it's just opened up the whole deal for me because it was always a problem really selling my stuff. And all of a sudden, the guys are just, everybody's like, yeah, no, we want what you make. It's It, it really makes it a lot easier. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, it's a big blessing. It's it done a lot for our business. Well, there's a serious yeah. lesson to be learned there, though, in, in all honesty, is most knife makers were our own worst critics and what we make, whether it's, you know, run of the mill or whatever, most of us will look down upon what we make and second guess it and all the rest of it. But this is a big um, sort of lesson learned for you, I guess, is, you know, believing in what you're doing and uh, putting it in there. And with you, it's having your faith to put your stuff in there. Um, and like I said, mate, you got the stellar award out of that, didn't you? And it's a beautiful knife. Like, it's it's an amazing piece, really. Thanks, Kev. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, it's... Yeah, we, we do doubt our own stuff and we but I think it's because we spend so much time with it. It's it's when you finish it it's it's nice, but it's not really that wow factor that other people might get out of it. I mean I had Franco sit right behind me and he pulled out that dagger that won best fighting or best knife on show and best art knife. He pulled it out and I saw it in my peripheral and I was like, What the hell's that? And I turned around <laughs> and I looked at it. I literally I don't know. I, I was, I was dumbstruck. That thing is just spectacular. It's just in a absolutely another class. <clears throat> and then when I spoke to him about it, his reaction was exactly the same as mine about this knife. He, he was like, "No, I don't think it's good enough. There's there's stuff here that's far better." And so I, I think sick bastard. If you if you win best knife with that, you owe me a beer. But if you win uh, um, art knife and best then you owe me two beers. And the bastard still hasn't bought me my beers. Still owes me my beers. <laughs> yeah, next year, next year. Yeah, I'll get him. But all of a sudden, 
when when he started owing me stuff, he, he could only speak, speak Portuguese all of a sudden. He couldn't speak English anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I miss uh, you guys. Yeah. You guys are back on. I haven't. Um, I don't know. Was it was there a time where you guys didn't come on because I didn't? No, no. Back? We just we nah, just blocked we, you. We, we blocked you. We yeah. blocked you, Faye. <laughs> No, no, we've been our usual professional selves, mate, and having long gaps between episodes. You know how it goes. Yeah, uh, yeah. We've all had a lot going on. It's it's we, we're starting to ramp up, though. Things are happening. Um, the knife making industry in Australia is starting to ramp up again, particularly with the shows. So we're all excited. Uh, getting yeah. into our old habits of um, trying to cram in making a shitload of knives in a small amount of time for for each show as it comes up. And wearing um, clothes. And wearing now clothes for a change. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the naked bastard? <laughs> oh, during, <laughs> mate, during, during lockdown, I didn't have a pair of pants on for like six months. <laughs> his neighbours always got upset every bin day because he'd be walking out and he's taking his bins out and they go like, mate, can you at least put pants on when you come outside the front? <laughs> You're using your hands yeah. to wave for your your member. Yeah. Hey, ah, they wouldn't see it if I. Anyway, it's okay. Yeah, so. Yeah. It was cold. <laughs> yeah, that's my excuse. That's what I'm going yeah, for. Eighteen months. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, it's been um, it's it's been grand the last few months, and knowing that I'm going to a show tomorrow and going to Brisbane show and the stuff that we've done recently, it's just it's just good to be getting out again. So. Yeah, as you said, Kev, I'm really looking forward to the to the social aspect of the Australian knife making scene ramping up again. Seeing yeah. a few uh, a few faces that I haven't seen for a long time. Yeah, now, there were guys at Blade Show asking where everybody was. They were like, "Where where are the Aussies?" It's very quiet this year, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." And they, uh, I bet you, the manager, the manager of the hotel was probably asking, "Where are the Aussies? The sales are down." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I think I think the, the travel ban was lifted like March or something. And if yeah. in my case, like that, that didn't give me enough time. By the time the travel ban was lifted, I was like, oh shit. And I I also was thinking about testing for the JS. I'm like, I'm not gonna have enough time to do JS nice plus nice for my table. And it came to a point like no, nah, can't do it. No, but we're doing it next year. We're not missing yeah, it again. Well, next yeah. year is going to be a big crowd, big crowd from here. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Murta, you're going to test this year coming. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll test next. I'll test next year. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Then we'll be testing together for JS because I'm also going to be submitting five knives to see if they have with me, happy enough with me. So uh, I'm, gonna start I'm, I'm not sure about them. that. But, uh, <laughs> that's what but, i was going to say about you but now you just jumped ahead of me sorry man yeah. now you, you know what though like with that fighter knife one thing i appreciate it most is if you look at it say, if you look at just the blade it's subhilt obviously you cannot change the, like the grind shape and the blade shape it's just a subhilt but from the where the blade finishes obviously your steel shows itself but when you look at the handle it's a heading knife Although it's a subhealed fighter, I can see it's heading. Like I don't need, I don't need even the CEO. Like the second I saw that knife on the Blade magazine, 
I didn't even need to like see the maker's mark. I knew, like, yep, that's Henny. Yeah. Then they, they, then, then I realized, yeah, it's him. Such a good piece, man. I'm, I'm sure, obviously, you know, like Jay is not gonna be any issue for you. And <clears throat> same thing with the masters. Don't curse him. <laughs> is he there? No. You there, Henning, or are you, you just sitting there looking at us sternly, or have you paused? <laughs> he's can't he's, tell. he's, he, he, he's, he's, he's like, ah. <laughs> he's so saying nice back. things. I don't know. We're just back to uh, back to um, glitches, <laughs> shit audio. Yeah, we're back. Got to get you a new microphone, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll get one. I'll get one. I'll yeah. buy one tonight. Came up. So we'll be ready for next month's episode. Yeah. 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 Which will be recorded in three months. Month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Uh, so we did uh, say a little bit before just about um, the waterfall road hammering that went on this year. Lucky me, it was just everything fell into alignment my sister rang me up and said she'd got a two-bedroom airbnb for two weeks at that time and if i wanted to come up any period within that time i was welcome to come and visit her so i quickly got on the phone and delayed a couple of appointments that i'd already made and um, then i rang up my sister and said yep i'm coming up and she goes oh when are you coming up and i said first day you book in <laughs> she said oh when are you planning on leaving and i said the last day that you're there <laughs> and she was like oh shit really and i went it's all right i'm going to be away for the weekend in the middle um and headed up to um waterfall road up there and um luke berkelman's place which is pretty bloody amazing really isn't it up in the up in the mountains there just up near oh, yandina just, just unreal and man bush block um yep we, us southerners broke the the drought uh, the rain for them because it had apparently been raining for literally months on end uh which is why everything was moldy um and we had up we had perfect weather but it was a bit it was a bit soggy underfoot in some places on uh luke's yard particularly where people were driving the cars after they were told not to which um, is but, which is a bit a bit crazy because uh it's right at the top of a hill like it's, it's oh, a yeah. real trip yeah yeah um but luke like I said luke put on a really good deal um and really got to give him credit for doing what he did because there was a lot of work we all know from anything that we organize there's a shitload of work involved in getting these little events up and running whether it's a small event or you know you're expecting 50 or 100 people and i think he had 50 or more at one stage there which was good um so yeah real sort of hats off to to luke for doing that job um highlights for me was obviously meeting up with me buddy um JC Bladeworks, and then also Dean Casso got up there. That was a bit of a fucking story. And then, and then so Dean gets up there after this fucking monumental flight and all this other stuff, hires a car at like midnight or whatever, and the poor bloke at the car hire had to stay back to give him the car. And then he gets there and sleeps in his car. And then the next day we're going for dinner and we're walking down and we get in Dean's car and it's like, Oh no! Someone's someone stepped in dog shit, Dean. Uh, yeah, me. <laughs> so I've got into his high car that he's sleeping in, and yeah, brought in a big dog shit with me, um, which was funny to a certain degree. 
and not so funny when we're all sort of gagging out the windows at how how revolting it was. But yeah, these things happen. Uh, so yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on that weekend. It was it was bloody fantastic. The Friday night was a little bit quieter because. Uh, I, I drove up there and there was probably half a dozen people up there and we just camped up there. So that was a bit quieter. And then Saturday morning, uh, Luke put on a bit of a brekkie for people to stay there. And then there was a whole group of people coming on board, um, started sort of driving in and arriving in and backing cars up and all the rest of it. Um, and then all of a sudden, yeah, there was just this really entertaining um, weekend of people doing all sorts of really cool stuff. And what I enjoyed most about it, other than, meeting a lot of people for the first time that I only knew uh, names of. And a lot of that was names of people I'd seen on just doing the podcast. Um, and they didn't punch me in the head, which was the best part. But um, I didn't have to do anything. This is the first knife-making event that I've been to in a long time, and I didn't have to do anything. So I was just there as like a as a spectator, and it was so much fun just to cruise around, sit down, you know, look at stuff or not look at stuff, talk to different people. And it gave me a whole different perspective of what these events are about if you're not displaying or, or presenting. Yeah. Um, but it was just really good. And like I said, got to catch up with Corin, got um, Cole and Jez. That was a sort of a surprising to see those guys there. Um, yeah, a whole, whole heap of people showed up that um, yeah, it was fantastic to put the face to the name and the name to the face. Uh, it was um it was it was really really good and uh, very very well worth the trip up there. So if you if you're thinking about going to a uh, an event up in Queensland, that Hammering's really good. Of course, Brisbane Knife Show is good too. But yeah, very good event and um, uh, had a ball and it was you know great to catch up with a bunch of a bunch of friends up there and um, yeah have a look at uh, have a look at ne at uh, Neil Pask's kayak as it gets built. Well, uh, that was yeah how good is that yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't know if you guys follow it on in, uh, on Instagram, but um, she's gonna be a she's gonna be a ripper. Yeah. Hey. Uh, what do we got here? Cole says beautiful location, great venue, great host, great crowd, huge turnout, very hands on. Exactly. Yeah. No, that sums yeah. it up pretty good. Uh, Chris Rosendale. Oh, sorry. Go. I was just gonna say, and his dad, his dad lives just up on the block. Just around the back from him, and his dad was really involved in it too, which was really cool to see as well. Yeah, he came and told me to fuck off a few times. No, he didn't. Yeah, same. <laughs> get, your, get, your, get your fucking hands out of that fucking pesky, mate. That's mine. <laughs> yeah. uh, Just like uh, still try and steal beers from everybody. Henning, here's a good question. Here's a good question for you, Henning, and for you too, Kevin Mert. Um, and one I'm keen to hear the answer for. For the press users. What different dyes do you have, and what do you what do you use? Um, I use squaring dyes a lot because I um, if you if you're doing like a mosaic pattern in the and it's in the front of the bullet, keeping the bullet square is probably the best way of controlling the pattern and not getting it letting it get away from you. Um, so I use squaring dyes a lot, and then I've got um, long long set like a long set of welding dies that i use for when i do the the tile work on um on mosaics when we take it from a bullet to a bar um and then make up dies as you need think about what you if you maybe want to like sometimes when i do integrals 
I'll do a, a die that, um, like a butcher die, that just gives me the size that I want. So if I, let's say I want to step down from a 16 mil handle to like a 10 mil blade, then I'll machine up a set of dies so that it does that for me. So I don't have to worry about putting in little spaces and stuff. I take the blade or the bullet, I stick it in there and I squeeze it and I've got my step down. Yeah. Um, but that's about the best answer I can give to that. Uh, for me, because I don't do the mosaic stuff, I use drawing out dies a lot, flattening dies. Um, and I've been, I've made up some squaring dies based off what I was talking to Henning one time uh, a while ago. I haven't got to using them yet with everything that's been going on in my life. Uh, but I got the squaring dies there and um, absolutely see the need for those if you're going to do the mosaic. All you got to do is look at anyone, anyone now that's doing the demos on mosaic Damascus and they got squaring dies. You'll see different styles like Henning's uh, cut mostly out of solid steel or it cuts the steel and then flips them around and puts them in place. Um, if you follow um, Rick Dunkley, he had a hammer in at, the, at his forge and his, his squaring dies are actually a wider block with three lots of the, the sizes cut into that, tops and bottom dies. So he can actually, he goes across ways rather than, Whatnot. And mine are the opposite. Mine have got the Vs and I throw a different uh, section of V material in there, uh, the angle material that creates the V and that reduces the top and bottom size. And I've got a couple of those so I can go down to 35 square. Um, and the ones I'm going to make as well, because I like ladder patterns and stuff, it's just make up some ladder pattern dies so you can literally stick your billet in pressure press down bring it up you've got your ladder die in there you don't have to worry about angle grinders and flattening out all that sort of crap good so that's my my view of it and that's uh that's a great view i i've uh, installed my press before the symposium and still haven't had a chance to forge with it i've just been flat out so yeah, yeah. we just did the billet with um oh we did uh, forge with it joe yeah Joe, we did, we did, we did. We, we did, did a bar it. of bloody chain Damascus, cable well, Damascus. Something. Sorry, cable Damascus. Something. Yeah, something. cable. Just um, helping Joe yeah. get a little project done. Yeah, I forgot about that. So um, now the next question is from Matty Snape, and he wants to know uh, what are people's recommendations for hammer styles and weights for knife making. Uh, the one that you're most comfortable with, I will say the hammer size. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, swing big hammers and screws up your arm. Um, I find that if you've got a really good rounding hammer that's really round that moves steel quickly with a flat side on the other side, you can get away with like a I don't know two pound hammer quite easily, no problems at all. I think mine is I think mine is four pounds. That's what I use. Like I used to use a two pounder. But now I've been using my four pounder every day. That's my go-to hammer. Okay. Yeah, mine's. <clears throat> I use a two and a half pound dog's head um, that Matty Mewburn made up a couple of years ago, and I was never, never really confident to use a dog's head hammer. And it was um, Easter event. I bought one off him and went home and had to play around with it. And I don't pick up, really pick up another hammer in my workshop. The dog's head hammer is the one I use all the time. And that's two and a half pound and does everything I need to do. Moves the steel well enough for me. I just think, yeah, use what you're comfortable with. If it's a ball yeah. peen or whatever. Um, yeah. 
you know. And there's heaps of Australian makers of hammers out there as well. And oh, heaps. Um, yeah. So, you know, you've got uh, someone's put up their Farmer's Forge. There's uh, obviously Everly Works. There's, uh, come on, guys, spit them out. There's heaps of them. Hey, well, yeah. Glenn Beaton. Jacob Glenn McNamara. Beaton, who was the yeah, young Jacob fella McNamara, that I met? Yeah. Jacob my, yeah. my memory shit for names and stuff at the moment. We met the young fella that was with um, Bryn and um, yeah, Glenn yeah. Beaton. And he's, he's doing hammers and stuff. Milo. Milo. Yeah. No, he's going real. Yeah, Milo's going real well with what he's doing at the moment. In, in another five years' time, that, that young fella will be a bloody be madman out there forging shit. So you know it's totally up. It's totally up to you guys. Whatever you buy, you know, buy Australian. Get yourself a good one. Um, but if you can't afford an Australian hammer, because yeah, they cost a bit of money. Um, the the reality is, uh, uh, the reality <clears throat> is you can use a you can just use a ball peen. Go and get a big ball peen from Bunnings yeah. and get on with it. You don't need for the classes, anything for the special. classes that I was running here for beginners. I got ball peen hammers and just changed the handle shape a bit on them because when they look at a ball peen hammer, it's familiar with them. Like they can go, oh, that's a hammer. You start yeah. bringing out dog's head hammers and all these other things, and they're just going to go, "Oh, what is that?" and get all upset and whatever. So you just ball peen hammer, nothing wrong with all it. The, Kev, all the, Kev, ball, the dog's head is like a love and hate. People either way love it, yeah, or they use it. They're like, "Nah, this is this is wrong. This just doesn't feel right because of the mm. the way the head is shaped." I mean, I've, I've been trying every now and then. I'm trying. I'm like, Ray Saunders made me a couple. They're good looking hammers. They work, but I just can't get my motion right. When you get a chance, or if you get a chance, use other the other dog's head hammers that people have made because there's a heap of real subtle different changes in shape and length and balance. And I didn't like them either. I'd used, I can't remember whose, but I'd used one in the past. And then when Matty was selling his, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll have a go at yours. And the first couple of swings, it just the balance was just spot on. Um, probably to do with my height and the height of my anvil as well. The way it hit was just, just absolutely bang on, you know. Like, I loved it. I thought it was. I, I still think it's the best hammer of, and it's got a long handle on it, unlike the other hammer I've got. <laughs> What's that? Your rounding one there, is it? This one Gar here Gar is. Yeah. That's my. That's my great grandfather's rounding hammer. Yeah. Right. That, that's um, Murdoch Urquhart's. And, and we know it was Murdoch Urquhart's because he stamped his name about 50 times along the handle. <laughs> Don't touch. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. yours. So, um, Matty Snape asked about uh, a, a cross peen. If you, if you like a cross peen, forge with a cross peen. I've got a cross peen. Um, I've got many cross peens. Uh, I, I, yeah. I personally don't forge an awful lot of blades to finish shape. So, to me, it, it, I really don't think I can um, – I'm in a position to comment. But you've got to go with something you're happy with. And if you want a cross peen, I've probably got a spare there, mate. So I've got a um, new old stock twin cross peen, the opposite cross peens from Wayne Saunders, I think it was. When I was cleaning up my power hammer to sell it, I found a hammer, three screwdrivers, <laughs> a whole bunch of other stuff, half set of tongs that were halfway made um, under all the bloody caked up junk. Anyway. There you go, Chuck. Uh, Chuck Hamilton wanted to know about the is Tymascus patented, and I believe Tymascus is patented. And he's, I think he's talking about Alex Steele, but we won't yeah. on that. Yeah, 
Yeah, Timascus yes. patented. We believe it is. There you go. We don't know. Yeah. We're not obviously the there's, there's two patents. Well, there's a Timascus and there's a Tikron, but people are saying they're making titanium Damascus. Yes. Because that's basically what, what they are. And then there's so, Bastanium as well, which is yeah, Ali, Bastion's, yeah. Ali Bastion's mix of bloody crazy metals that he's managed to get to stick yeah, together. Some zirconium and voodoo and some <laughs> some shit in there. I just was <laughs> Matt Snape loves the peen. <laughs> From the sausage man too, mind you. Uh, yep. Ah, don't don't apologize, Chuck, mate. Don't don't worry about apologizing, mate. There's no need to apologize here. We'll do all that for you. <laughs> now, Cole's got an interesting fun fact for you. Uh, back in the nineties, Timascus was called Spectrum Metal Laminate. No idea if that's true or not. Go and do your research, guys. But I'm sure if Cole says it is, he's already done his research. Probably true. Yeah, yeah, he, yes. yeah, he does. Probably true. <laughs> <clears throat> and um, and Matt says you're a bastard, Jamie, which is a fair call too. So, yeah, there's lots yeah. of truths coming out tonight. Um, exactly that. So what have we got coming up, guys, in the next couple of months? What's uh, well, what's the, biggest all thing, the biggest thing that we've got and the priority for pretty much, well, at least probably what is it, 100 makers anyway, is going to be the Sydney Night Show. I think the focus for, focus for anyone that's making knives at the moment that's going to Sydney Night Show is, um, for the full-time guys like Mert and myself, we're probably overdoing things as we do. Um, can't be helped. It's just in the psyche. And for all for all the guys that do it on weekends and um, all the rest of it, I feel really, I actually feel really sorry for you guys. Well, not sorry for you. I want to give you guys a boost. Um, just put your best effort in and give it the time you can um, and come along to the show. If you've got a few knives, it doesn't matter. If you've got 50 knives, good on you. But bring the best that you can bring. And the show for a lot of it is all about um, the camaraderie. And especially, I think, this Sydney show, because we just haven't had the catch-ups that we, we used to in the past. So we're going to really look forward to the social side of this show. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna be taking a table big opposite of what I used to do. Um, I used to take mostly hunting knives and throw a few kitchen knives on the table. My show table... This year is going to be predominantly custom cutlery, um, chef knives, and I'm going to have a handful of hunting knives on the table. You better chew your nails, Mert, because I'm coming after you. Bastard! <laughs> I wonder if we'll be next to each other again. Wouldn't that be surprising? Oh, uh, you know, that'd be really strange. Look, have you have you ever ta tables together? Have you ever had that before, yeah. Kevin? No. One or two, I think. Yeah. One or two or three or four, I don't know. <laughs> or every stinking show. That's <laughs> no, good. Yeah, oh, so look, look today... and punt, punters, um, just last thing, like punters, get in there, buy tickets to come to the show, um, get excited about it. Um, a last little point on etiquette, don't come and harass us knife makers that are trying to sell knives first thing on Saturday morning when we're trying to sell to customers. Have a look, appreciate everyone's work, come back later when things are a bit quieter and then have a talk to us because we'd be much happier to talk to you then. Sunday yeah, about, about the show etiquette, usually usually I ask people, like, are you a maker? Because there are a lot of guys who are makers. They want to meet other fellow makers and they want to yeah. see their work, which is fine. But 
if don't 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 do me don't let me do my whole spiel if you're there to learn something about the grind or the steel and thing like come on just save me the time man save me the time don't don't let me do the whole hey what kind of now you're looking after ah yeah, actually I'm, I'm making nice enough okay tell it off front good i'll be more than happy to say like within the time frame and within the like if i get people coming in or not but i'll be more than happy to share knowledge like the basic stuff or if i don't have the knowledge or if i don't if it's not my subject i'll be more than happy to direct you to the person who does it better than the rest like somebody came in like hey i want a hunting knife i'm like yep yeah. the guy right next to me he's kind of ugly but he makes good looking hunting i'm gonna knives. duck i'm gonna duck under the table and get um brad <laughs> heathcote to um answer all those questions brad's gonna be my table slot this year oh um, you got two yeah i'm gonna i brought brad up just to have a bit of a look at what it's like to be behind a table at a knife show and he's gonna get me lunch and look after my table when i go to go to the toilet and stuff and probably annoy you because i've told him a few things to go over and ask you <laughs> hang on just be careful i'm i'll pull myself off i'm i'm gonna have a long sharp object with me yeah if i if i can get it done in time you gotta learn to say fuck you brad Oh yeah, your big bloody sword. Look at you go. Yeah, now it's covered in rust because oh, I yeah. ground it at 240 grit and then I stopped working on it. And these motherfucking, excuse my language, woods rust like nothing. Rust like, ooh, like high carbon rust, ultra high carbon <clears throat> rust in front of your eyes. So yeah, I gotta get this shit finished. Yeah. Um, that'd be also a big thing on your cards, wouldn't it, Corin? The show, yeah, huge. We've, with Timmy leaving us, it's uh, it's not the ideal time. Um, fortunately, we do have a guy lined up, and uh, and you guys all know him. Um, he's had a previous drum roll, a little bit of experience in the past. Drum roll, drum roll. Um, for those that remember back in the day, you know, like 2012, 2013, 14, 15. Uh, there was a young fella helping me back then called Ryan. Ryan helped me with all the shows and uh, and helped me build artisan supplies when it was just basically just me and him running it. And um, and Ryan's coming back, so he's finished his apprenticeship and and uh, he's coming back. Digging, so I'm looking forward to that. Digging holes for people to shit in. <clears throat> so he's going to uh, come back and work in the knife supplies industry again. Absolutely. So we've got a, a bunch of uh, new products coming out. So um, that that you know we're looking forward to releasing at Sydney. Uh, one of which is the one we released the other day, which is our new file guide. Um, we've put together with uh, a lot of assistance from Ian Stewart. Um, yeah, put uh, put together a design and and prototyped, and we'll yeah. have that that one on display. Um, but yeah, mainly we've got to get the truck and and everything sorted out. So. Got a busy few weeks ahead of us. Yeah. Mm, indeed. More, yeah. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. So, uh, you've been doing your big sword there, Mert, and like I had a big break. I had, I had a huge break away from knife making, and it was for various reasons, and some I'll talk about, some I won't, but... Um, I have to say, just in the last few days, I am 
very highly motivated to be back in my workshop. And I'm looking at what I've got waiting there for me to get the last stages on. Most stuff, you know, needs that joyful thing of hand sanding, which we just, most of us just do. We appreciate it. Every, every good hand sanded knife um, has a level of blood, sweat and tears put into it. But I, I'm going to have um, a really, really nice mix of um, Takafu Vitoku steel, Vitoku 2 steel chef knives um, and some W2 chef knives on my table at the show this year. And I'm really proud of how they're coming along at the moment. Um, same before, like we're normally our own worst critics. Um, and this set of knives I've got coming in, uh, I'm, I'm absolutely stoked with them. And I've had a bit of feedback from some local people that have seen them and had a bit of a, a, bit of a look and a bit of a play with them. And, and they reckon that they're on point. And it's been a long journey to get that down. I've been quietly just trying to progress my knife making, chef knife making more and more outside of what we teach people in classes to get into that sort of performance stream. But um, I'm confident that at the moment my knives are up there with, with some of the best of them. I, I think this show anyway um, should show that hopefully. Um, and as I said, weird, weird thing is I'll probably only have about six hunting knives on my table where it used to be, 20 hunting knives and six chef knives i'll have yeah 25 chef knives and um five hunting knives on the table because if i get the shit together i might have a few more i've i found a bunch of new old stock which might sound funny to some makers but <clears throat> stuff that i've got my kev's forge logo stamp on that we're in a drawer and i pulled pulled out this stuff and i'm like holy shit <laughs> i didn't know this was in here <laughs> And they're all like nice, make this? they're nice shaped hunting blades. They're, they're all small, like three, three and a half inch blades, but they're all really nice shapes. Um, some of them out of Takafu and some, some of them out of uh, the 416-52-100 clad steel that I made with Bill Burke in 2018. <laughs> so that's probably the ex I know. They might actually get a look in at the show i've got two of them i've only got two and they'll be the ones i work on um they're the ones i'm going to try and finish if i get a couple of extra hunting knives done uh, i'm really really looking forward to it like i said i'm just i'm just g'd up for this show i can't wait yeah nice brad stone brad stone's going to be there um brad stone is actually going to be in sharing the accommodation that brad heathcote and i share um don't know if that's going to be a good thing or not, but we'll find out. <laughs> oh man, this 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 Sydney show has been interesting because usually it just coincides coincides with the school holidays, and back then when I was working full time in the kitchen, I was trying to get stuff done, but I had the kids during the holidays, and back then they were younger, and I had to supervise them a lot more. And this year I'm like, man, I think I got too many knives. I'm thinking, oh, shit, I got way too many knives. There's two months to the show. I don't want to turn up with the 30 knives. What am I going to do? And, okay, a problem solved because I got sick. Uh, three weeks ago, I got sick. Two, maybe two or three weeks ago, I got sick. I thought I got COVID. I was out for a week. Out for a week. Yeah. Like, I couldn't do a jack shit. Then I got better, and this week I got sick again. I'm still, I can still breathe through my nose and still sound like shit. And now all of a sudden I realize, oh shit, there's only five, six weeks left. And I'm looking yeah. at the sword. I haven't met. And speaking of that sword, 
It's not just like making a sword. Making a sword is making a big knife, okay? Bigger blade, different handle. But I had to learn how to make scabbard. And I made a test scabbard for one of my personal swords for my collection. Then I realized this is so different. The scabbard comes straight <clears throat> and it tapers just before the cross guard. Actually, I'll pull this. Where the fuck is my. Yeah. The scabbard comes straight and just before the cross guard, it tapers and you have to make the scabbard to fit the cross guard. And a lot of tiny details. So I'm working on a scabbard so I can make one. So I, I know more about scabbards for the sword. And every time I'm going to the next step, then I'm realizing, oh shit, I should have done this. Oh, this is a lot different than I thought. Like I'm pulling whatever the hair I got in my hair, in my head, not many, you can tell. But man, it's been a, such a such a rough learning process. But you know, at, at the end, I'm happy because I realized if not, I'm just going to make the same simple stuff. I'm just going to make the simple, same, safe kitchen knives. But you know, it's failure is good. Like, disappointment, failure, that's what motivates you. That's if you're not failing, you're trying, you're not trying. If you just keep making the same stuff, as you guys know, like if you just keep making the same stuff, you're not trying hard enough. Yeah. That's why with, with this sword, I want to I want to have a proper scabbard that's covered with the leather. <clears throat> I'm hopefully gonna have a gold inlay on a sword that I made from scratch, literally. Literally yeah, from nice. scratch. Yeah. Unreal. I've got a plan. So, I've got a short, I've got that short sword. <laughs> that I forged out a while ago that I still want to finish, but it's not going to happen for the Sydney Nitro. I might, yeah. might try and get that one done, maybe take it to Adelaide or something, but I want to do the same thing. I want to do something different on it, like a little bit challenging and a little bit different. Um, see a lot of guys, you sort of, I think a lot of it when you're doing these things like that, Mert, you go, you, we talk ourselves out of getting it done and we think, oh, it's so hard. We need to be like Henning. We need to have all this equipment to get something done. And then you and then see something like Ali Bastion with a set of needle files or some of the other guys yeah. where they've got needle files and that's it. And and you're like, shit, yeah. there's no excuses. You you don't need anything special. You don't need to have the EDMs and all the rest of it. You just gotta find a way to Ville. get it done. Yeah. Oh yeah, you need the Ville. yeah. Oh the no, I, I meant like I, you, <laughs> I meant like I the Ville, Ville Power. Yeah, well, Ville well, Power. Will Morrison yeah. is another one that makes nice knives with very little equipment too. So he yeah, hasn't made nice for a long time, though. Yeah, he's all right. on and off, yeah. The guy that comes to my mind whenever we talk about you know making knives from will, not equipment, is always Peter Del Rasso. Yes, you know, you know, we see people, we see people going to get these amazing grinding jigs and stuff, and they've all got all the bells and whistles and things. Um, Peter Del Rasso uses a piece of two before, and and. <laughs> it's perfect. He, you know, he made his own disc sander out of plywood. He's made his own grinder and everything, and it and it all works for him. So, uh, he's a great example of somebody who who makes world class knives on equipment that works for him, and he hasn't spent a million dollars on. He doesn't need to, and you don't need to. You you you, no. you got you're better off uh, practicing your skills. But anyway, it's that, it's that catch twenty two of the modern age that we're in and that lucky age that we're in where we've got all of these different machinery options available to us. 
you know, we haven't had to really struggle and, and make do and, you know, invent things as we go along. We've been pretty, pretty lucky. Some input from Mert. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's that's my that's my dog losing. Hey, and I just also have to say, also, I'm getting distracted by some of these freaking comments on here. Brad, I'm going to take up about a two foot piece of bamboo with a little bit of a leather strap on the end of it. If you pull anything out of your bag, it's getting a whipping. <laughs> He's talking. We're talking about Brad Stone going to have a mankini on and pulling stuff out of his out of his bag. <laughs> Shocker. Hey, hey, hey. We'll have Papa. We'll have Papa Heathcote there. He'll keep everyone in control. We'll all be in bed by seven thirty, ready to get up at uh, five o'clock the next morning and be ready to go. Absolutely. Oh yeah, that the one that Kyle was talking about there about Rodrigo. Um, he's been posting up some clips lately of one of the unbelievable knives that he's made, and some of the real basic equipment that he's using. Um, was that the one, uh, Kyle, where he, he was using like a, was it a um, planer or something? <laughs> what are they called? I'm not a trim I'm not worker. A yeah, trim the router, router to do the bloody um, blood grooves down the center, the fullers. And he's just like, fucking hell, what a madman. Uh, Works, but. Unreal. Unreal. Yes. So, yeah, the the um the magnetic chuck trim router mounted over it. Yeah. There you go. <coughs> unreal. Unreal. Hmm. Yeah. Now you don't need you don't need fantastic tools. But speaking about fantastic tools, can I show you our new uh, file guide? Oh yeah, yeah. Bring it up. Show it up. It oh, is pretty sexy. It, it you know it's gonna what be, are you guys gonna call it? It, skinny, it looks like a, it looks like a normal a normal <laughs> <the> skinny Ian. <laughs> <laughs> the skinny Ian, right? Um, it looks like a normal file guide. When you note the positions of the screws, it's basically whenever you've got something mounted, particularly in the top half of this file guide, it's basically impossible for it to cant, which is one of the huge problems that we see with with just about every file guide on the market. They will go off center if if you don't um, don't chalk the back. And so this one this one is is very very good like that. We also supply it with interchangeable jaws so that you can get hardened jaws and soft jaws to change out because, Kev, you know how much I hate uh, I hate filing on carbide. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, you stuff your files up. It's the filing equivalent of uh, using a, a Mert Tanzu chef knife on a stone chopping board. It's um, <clears throat> it, it's the worst, so I don't, I don't do that. So we've got uh, interchangeable jaws. The other big difference... That that's not super visible on it is that it is made out of a magnetic stainless steel, which allows you to use this on a magnetic chuck, which is why I just sort of it there. Um, you can put it on a magnetic chuck, put your non-ferrous material in there for for a spacer guard or, or something that you want to grind and put it into a into a surface grinder if if you have one. Not everyone has one, yeah. but it's a great it's a great little feature that you can do that. Again, most file guides can't. So yeah. So there should be no, if you've got that and a surface grinder attachment, there should be no excuses about having meticulously machined brass or bronze nickel silver guards from now All on. All that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. So, they're, yeah. they're a good piece of kit. Yeah, that's it. So um, 
Yeah, at the moment they're 150 bucks, 149 on their bulk buy site. If anybody, um, um, <laughs> sorry, fucking whatever. That's enough sales pitch. Let's go to Cole, <laughs> who says finally, finally on carbide is the best. Reminds your Velorbs who's boss, right? Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't do that, but, uh, but Cole, yes. Cole is, uh, Cole's got to dominate his files. So happy days. Yeah. So. <laughs> So anyway, so anyway, yeah, it's a it's a neat product. As I say, heavily designed by um by, by Ian Stewart. With credit where credit's due, and made yeah, with super sure. tight super tight tolerances. So yeah, very very good. Yeah, the ones I, the ones the ones I saw that were like the rejects from the um here's what we're looking and thinking about the the prototypes. Mm. They were fucking they were they were tight tolerances <laughs> on those fucking things. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, really, no, we good, went, really good piece of kit. These ones you've got to you've got to be they're so precisely machined. Um, we paid a lot extra for that, but it's worth it. That they will, um, yeah. They they just you, you'll feel it when you pick them up. They're fantastic. So yeah. yeah. Where they made corn? Who makes them? Replacement fate. We're getting them made ourselves, which are you know it's it's coming out of Asia, but we've got to do what we've got to do to yeah, to. Yeah. Um, to remain competitive and get what we want. And to be fair to me, I went through a whole bunch of CNC machinists across Australia trying to find one that would even quote and failed. And so no I, one did. I, I, I took yeah. it offshore. So I, I've, I, I've done the best I can there. And if anyone here nice. is interested in making them in Australia, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly keen. Replacement faces uh, is uh, Stan Stanislaus. Replacement faces are available. Yes, we've got tons of replacement faces, so no drummers. Yeah. We've got hundreds of sets, and they'll be yeah. reasonably inexpensive. So uh, we'll list them. <clears throat> we haven't needed to list them yet because nobody's fucked the face yet. But the ones yeah. that we've got, we're probably going to be looking somewhere in the vicinity of sort of 25, 30 bucks for a set of uh, replacement faces in carbide or something like that. We'll work it out. I'm, um, uh, I'm getting to the bottom of it. But, yeah, we, yeah. we haven't got them Julie says, "Hey guys, there we go." Uh, so that's 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 basically where where I'm at. I'm fucking exhausted. I, I got a, a few new acquisitions for the shed. Um, I don't know if we talked about the fly press last time, but I finished re rebuilding that, and I've got to get rid of the other fly press and get rid of some shit out of my shed so I can use it. Yes. And when I, I was waiting for the podcast to start, I was sorting nuts and bolts. So there you go. <laughs> It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> no, so that's good. Well, I think that's probably not much more that we really can or need to talk about this evening. Um, we're all back on board. Like I said, those who only joined in later, I've trimmed me rotten hairdo off. Um, it was funny to see, filled up a whole sink full of dirty grey hair and was like, man, I, I did look like a... a You're a hippie. A a, You're a fucking hippie. Like, <laughs> I didn't put it into a bloody ponytail once, though. No, you weren't far just, off. You weren't far off. Slick, I had it slicked back, and it just wouldn't quite get there. <laughs> and I wasn't going to put it in a man bun. But no, I um, I, I stripped that back, got rid of that hairdo, um, found some pride in myself enough to get myself a good hairdo. Well, not good. Cut my hair. Um, yeah, no, I'm into it. So Sydney shows the next thing. We will have at least one more podcast between now and then and hopefully it'll be next week <laughs> maybe we'll do a live recording at the sydney no show 
Oh, that could be an episode. Maybe. I can't see. I can't see us being able to walk. No. I can't see us being able to walk. I'm not not saying it's going to be available on the multiple platforms (laughs) as a podcast. I'm still like, we'll do like a five minute of like shit face. Yeah. We might just have like a um, three invites on. Three invites onto our bloody um, Instagram uh, yeah, profile. Just somebody somebody with a camera phone. Yeah. Somebody with a camera oh. phone at the bar. Um, and someone asked me about the barrel knife. If I'm making another one, I've had one on the bench now for sort of 18 months. Uh, Kev's had two on the bench for 18 months. Uh, I challenge you, Kev, to come up at some point, and we will yes. uh, we will do some barrel knifing. I've got to uh, find and, it. I put it somewhere yeah. special so I wouldn't lose it, and I've lost it. But and, um, that is I'll pretty special. I know, I know, I know. I, I gave away my fly press already, but if anyone has one for sale, uh, some guy, Milo uh, Almeida, is looking for one according to Brad Stone. So if anyone's got a fly yeah. press for sale. Milo's been a young, whole like bunch. The... Been a whole bunch of cheap ones on Facebook lately, lately guys. Um, you know, 100 to 150 bucks. I picked up the AP lever for uh, for 100, but there's been a couple at 150. Um, <clears throat> so just, just marketplace... It's it's been pretty productive at the moment. Yeah. I my phone um, is else. dying. <laughs> Anyone wants a bone that's half dying, hit murder. Hang on, I'll uh, charge. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, yeah, Rad. Thanks everyone for thanks, joining Rad. in. Thanks it was for joining a in and fun night. Good to catch up with everyone. Um, and we will be back on hopefully next week. But no promise. Sometime. Because we're like. Sometime. Yeah, we're like that. Righto. Ciao, ciao for now.